everyone, welcome along to the Introspect podcast and now up on YouTube. My name is John McMeekin and this is my partner Tammy. Hello. And we are here to share our thoughts, ideas, growth and learning around the whole Ascension transformation process. Mm -hmm. So this is our role to bring our knowledge forward that we've learned over the last sort of 20 years worth of inner transformation. In the school of life. In the school of life. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, and also I bring forward a lot of the knowledge and teachings that I'm getting daily through the quantum healing sessions as well. So we share some tips and hacks and yeah, yeah some knowledge that's coming through. Yeah. So our first um, part one to the Hitchhiker's Guide to Ascension, um, this is part two. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so a quick recap on part one. So in part one, we talked about some of the challenging sides of the ascension process. So this is everything from the rise in anxiety um, and the frustrations. There's been a lot of physical body pain come mm -hmm. up for all of us. Um, and this is a natural part of the ascension and healing process. It's kind of um, the analogy that we give to simply explain it is that like life is like a stream of flow of energy and it's becoming faster as Mother Earth ascends. Mm. And so that means that anything that's not in alignment with where our soul knows that we want to head or go is going to come up for um, revisiting and also for healing and integration as well. Mm. And sometimes it feels yucky and sometimes you can feel alone and I guess it's kind of like the butterfly analogy you know like yeah. you're in the cocoon so everything's getting turned to mush in order to then transform into the butterfly and that mush, mushy stage yeah. is yeah it can be quite difficult especially when you're not understanding what, what you're going through yeah Mm. But it's um it is all a part of it. So a lot of um like you said, a lot of people do feel alone in this process. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, we're here to bring some enlightenment to that process. Um, I have definitely been through many years of mm. it and many resets and many dark nights of the soul. And you've had a few, few good goes at it as well. <laughs> but we're on the yeah. other side. I feel like we're on the other side yeah, and yeah, ready absolutely. to share this this knowledge and wisdom. Yeah. So um, yeah, some of the other things that come up during the ascension process is. We have a lot of expanded dream space, so our dreams and things like insomnia, like I've had insomnia most of my life, um, but I've just noticed that in a lot of clients and friends and that as well, they've been having a lot more kind of crazy dreams and a lot more processing within the dreams, mm. bring up a lot of fears. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the physical body stuff. Yeah, aches and pains. Um, I mean, you can have anything from, you know, migraines to, you know, the upper back, shoulder pain, like constant pain. Um, so really important to actually acknowledge and to take care of yourself. So, you know, like getting massage regularly and, I mean, we're huge um, – Big, like big self-love. Yeah, yeah, self we, we love our massage because it's – it's um yeah as we've said before like it's a necessity self love it's not um it's not a luxury. Um, so the oh. key the key thing about it is though isn't it like every time, especially because we're talking about the positive side of ascensions, every time we kind of hit any funky stuff, we really do our best to just step into self care, don't we? Yeah, and yeah. do whatever we can. It actually helps. It helps it all move through quicker, and so yeah, it, it, it you know instead of kind of suffering and sitting in something it moves through so if we use all of these tools and tips um to move through it quicker then we get to the other side quicker and you know i mean you're releasing layers essentially so every time you release a heavy layer then you feel lighter and you feel more amazing and life is easier and and you start attracting on a better point as well, isn't Absolutely. it? Absolutely, yeah, yeah, totally. So really, if we could um, do one takeaway right now, it's like really don't sit in anything. Like mm. the energy is really, really fast. The stream of life is becoming really fast. The vibration's quick. Yeah. But that means also that if you get the right help and get into the energy clearing sessions, that means the healing, the release, the, like the processing yeah. is really fast as well. So yeah. really don't sit in anything. Like you don't have to, um, you know, we're on a lot of, international kind of groups and forums where people are talking about like you know having migraines and like for 10 years and sore mm -hmm. back pain and like ringing in the air and you know I really we really try to bring new light to that it's like we don't have to sit in it and people are just putting up with these really big physical body pains yeah even a lot of like womb a lot of womb a lot of endometriosis type stuff yeah a lot of heart and throat but a lot of it is also like people just accepting <clears throat> that that's who they are 
and we don't need to accept that we 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 can have wellness we can have you know a a healthy joyful life like we don't have to sit in the shit and and accept that that's our lot um yeah so we're shifting that belief system as well aren't we because that's the old belief system especially like around the sort of male the male sort of archetype has been one of you know be strong don't have emotions um try to be the support for everyone else yet often we're the ones that need to take the time and stop and really love support and nurture um and integrate our own processing as well it's not just you know it's not just females that are going through this integration process like you know even as males we all have to step up and balance the male divine masculine and feminine within us as well yeah um also I was going to say something. <laughs> It'll come back. It's okay. So that one of the biggest challenges, as we mentioned in the in part one to this, um, the Hitchhiker's Guide to Ascension was the death of the ego. Mm. So this is going to become, this is a really popular topic already, but the death of the ego is really important because as a stream of life analogy again, it's kind of like the ego is clinging to the rocks of the old identity and who you were, mm. but your heart and soul is basically drawing you forward in the river of, of integration and going with the flow. Like we're here to grow and expand. We're not meant to be stuck on the sort of plateau of this rock. It's really, um, it gets really uncomfortable after a while. Yeah. I think that, um, so what I was going to say is the, um, the energy shift of the planet. And I, and I feel like, like even you and I, cause we've had, you know, we've had a couple of dark note of the souls, um, but it was when the energy of the planet was actually heavier. So therefore it took us longer to move through yeah. um, this integration and, you know, these ascension symptoms. And now like what would have taken like three or four days to move through can take three or four hours. So, you know, like you might actually be able to move through something within the day, you know, like you'll start the day feeling good and then something will trigger you and you'll move through it and by the evening you're good to go again. So yeah, it's um it's 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 getting faster, which is yeah. amazing. Yeah, it's a really important point. And the same yeah. with the healing sessions uh, yeah. sessions, right? Like yeah. the soul ascension I've been doing for what, maybe two to a bit over two years now. Yeah. And, you know, you can clear a whole lifetime of of a client's lifetime or a friend's lifetime in a session like you can clear most things in this lifetime and then even go back and clear multiple past lifetimes so it's it is really fast and it's really profound how instant the shifts are mm. so you please don't sit in anything well, number one tip <laughs> yeah um so some of the positive um positive aspects of this shift yeah yeah so do you want to do you want to talk about the nature and stuff because you're the yeah. beach yeah so like it must be into <laughs> must be into about seven or eight years ago like i hit my really really big reset and i realized that everything was not in alignment and my soul long before that like i was in my corporate job for you know 10 12 years before that but my soul was calling me back to my hometown and back to the beach like in early to mid 20s like i didn't know why but I just wanted to be around the beach, the ocean, around nature, around a beautiful local mountain that we have here to walk up. So that call to really ground and get into nature, you'll notice a really strong pull. Um, mm. And you'll notice that you'll want to shift and start adapting or trying to create space in your schedule or even asking you know, our bosses or if we mm. work for someone that time and space or flexi hours and that sort of thing. So yeah, yeah that's a really big one, um, feeling the call to get into nature and to get connected with mother earth because she's shifting so we really need that as the vibration becomes faster we need that grounding and connection to her it's really important for us she's supporting us isn't she yeah yeah. she's supporting us but she's also shifting us through as well so either way the grounding is like really vitally important right now and actually i guess um you know the mother earth is we're going i mean some of us may not even necessarily know that we're going through or that our our bodies are actually ascending um you know like you may not have any of these symptoms but we are all shifting into this new consciousness so um even if you're not feeling the symptoms uh our bodies are downloading the the you know the new light codes and yeah yeah so that's an important note just um talking about like being in nature the sun Mm. so again like there was ways that we can we are the masters of our ship right we're conscious creators so that means of our own free will we can choose to say get an environment like the beach or nature and actually choose to download 
light codes and information like the sun like light is energy we all use fiber now in our homes and you know that's just light through a tube there's no wire in the center of fiber optic tubes so you know we, we're using this every day but we're not actually aware that we are the most sensitive intelligent quantum level computers like supercomputers and mm. we give this power away to technology mm. but again well, we, we, we want to encourage it, it within yeah, yeah but we we like we're like oh yeah internet that's cool it's yeah. a thing but like we have all of this power within us too and just because you can't see it we kind of don't give it the you know the the power that we should yeah and i think um culturally science mm. Science and religion, like for for us, spirituality is not really related to religion. Mm-hmm. That's really like the whole analogy of like, you know, religion is like the fish in the bowl. Spirituality is all the space outside of it type mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. It's like the invisible glass wall. Yeah. So, you know, it really is like, you know, we're totally all about the freedom, aren't we? Mm-hmm. Whatever creates expansion, growth and learning. Yeah. That's what kind of spirituality is to us. Yeah. So, totally. So, yeah, sun, really important. Good for recharge good for integrating shifts and changes and also really good for downloading new light codes just through your own intention and your own instruction with your body. So yeah, I spent a lot of years doing that. Yeah. Um, the water too. Yeah. The ocean is really, really integral, um, you know, along those lines with the nature. So really good for it's, cleansing. So yeah. for me being really highly sensitive, especially, and I know you really like it as well, eh? but my body, so I'm going for swims in between every healing session. And if I can get to the beach, even better. Mm. But I really noticed like an instant shift. Like I've absorbed a lot of energy and emotion that's not my own or through the healing sessions, then really the ocean reset is just instantaneous for me. Yeah. So it's really powerful that we need to acknowledge again, Mother Earth's ability to provide the environments that we actually need for self-healing like we can all do this totally cool um yeah so diet's another one right um and i've really noticed this shift especially in the last probably year and a half um really becoming fully plant-based so yeah most of my life i've been a meat eater and i i think i actually remember saying at one point you know like i'll never give up meat kind of thing um, and here I am just, I just, my body was just like, nah, can't do it anymore. Too heavy, just felt so yuck in my body. Um, and, and of course, you know, there's the, the animals as well that, um, yeah. So just that compassion that's coming in. Um, so that, so again, that shift, right. Collectively, we're mm-hmm. having this shift, even like things like the whaling, how we treat nature, how we treat the forests, how we treat our waterways, how this we is treat our environment, right? Yeah. This is the raising collective consciousness that Mother Earth is doing. It's bringing that awareness, and those groups of souls, like even animal souls, they're mm. they're here to help us learn this whole process of what it means to have compassion and understanding, even for no matter what it is, whether mm. it's a tree spirit, an animal spirit, or a even human spiders, spirit. right? Like I can't even kill a spider anymore. <laughs> I just put you outside, even though they used to freak me out. Um, but just that whole, yeah, the whole consciousness of, of, of that has changed. Um, so, you know, introducing, I mean, we've been having smoothies for years now, but, um, introducing smoothies, drinking more water, growing your own food, even the process of, you know, getting your hands in the soil, like it's so grounding and it's so connected. It's so connected to mother earth and, you know, even putting love and intention into your plants that you're growing, and watching them flourish like we had the most amazing veggie garden this summer eh? it was yeah, just um and you know and then we would sit out there and really revel in what we had created yeah. um and that we could you know eat from that it was just really beautiful so the you can feel the difference in your body you know and i guess there's an observation of of how um foods feel in your body so you know things like high sugar and alcohol and coffee and um, shit food, basically, you know, processed food. Like it just, you can feel that it's, your body's just going, no, this is not, this is not how we ascend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So vibrationally, you just feel a lot more lethargic, um, lower energy. We, we, we were having a chat about this, weren't we? Because we are talking about like the food and that sort of thing. And 
you know, like the amount of physical, like heavy food that we need to consume now. Like, I mean, I can go most of the day just drinking water. Mm, and a smoothie. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, start the day with a smoothie and it's like, it's awesome. Just get some fruits some spinach. Yeah. Pumpkin seeds, yeah. like natural pea protein. And um, plant medicine too, which is, is also quite integral to um, introducing, you know, cacao um, and the mushrooms, you know, all the different types of mushrooms. Um, yeah, just really nutrient dense food has um in the live food right because yeah, the closer yeah, yeah, we get to their live I source yeah yeah absolutely like the closer yeah. we get to it having life bearing attributes for our body yeah so that's the way that we look at all our foods now is especially if we grow it because we know what's happened to it we know if it's been sprayed yeah like we know um yeah like and we tend to it, so that means we're putting our intention into that as well. Yeah. So that really counts. I was just going to say, you know, sometimes you can go out and eat somewhere and you'll have a really beautiful meal and it'll taste really good and it'll, you know, feel like it's nourished you and then you'll go to the same place and it'll be a different chef and you'll notice the difference in yeah. how you feel after eating the food. So it could be almost exactly the same meal, but, you know, intention is so powerful and if somebody's having a shit day and they put their shit attitude into the food that they're making for people like you feel it Mm, totally you you really feel it yeah (laughs) shall we um so let's talk about um crystals essential oils and Mm. also meditation practices yeah or even listening to guided meditations yeah so these are these are really tools that have helped me um the crystals like carrying crystals um popping crystal in your bra <laughs> or your pocket or your handbag um but yeah so just using using the crystals and their different um the different ways that they can help us through whatever we might be shifting through um essential oils on the daily i'm using essential oils and i have a beautiful tarot card hack um so it's the essences of essential oils and I'll ask my my tarot deck you know what what essence will, will be beneficial for me today if I'm if I'm feeling funky and I know I've got stuff moving through and it'll always give me exactly what I need it's just yeah it's incredible um and the meditations meditations yeah. are key as well because you can shift your you can shift out of something quite quickly just by doing a quick 10 minute meditation, even a clearing one if you feel like you've picked something up or. Definitely. Actually, mm. we've noticed that a lot, even with mm. um, the boys, like in the mm. teenagers, like <laughs> it's, um, and even friends again, when you yeah. catch up with them, you know, really, if you give even someone a hug now and there's something on them or there's some negative energy around them, we really notice it. Hey, yeah. so I guess the further you go through this ascension process, the more fully aware you become of what you absorb and consume around you yeah. and that includes even things like what we watch on tv yeah um what what, radio, f- what friends yeah. we meet up with what we do on a day like or whether we go into really crazy malls or supermarkets mm. on certain days like if we're not feeling of a high vibration then there's no way we're going to load ourselves or overload ourselves with a whole lot of others energy as well right we yeah. have better yeah. discernment now yeah yeah but it is but yeah it is easy now to pick up on that like you can go through your day and go oh okay yeah I had that conversation with that person and actually I, I now see that that's when my vibe dropped because we were talking about whatever and you know so you can you can turn it around quickly and just pick yourself back up again so that's that's a real super positive so it's kind of segueing into our next point around our the massive rise in, in intuitive gifts mm-hmm. and also our senses so we have been largely functioning on our five physical senses like the smell, taste, touch, hearing, that sort of thing. But now we're really starting to expand into our higher dimensional gifts like our our kind of third eye, our clairvoyance, clear audience, um, inner cognizance, which is like our inner knowing mm. if something is right or not right. Mm. Um, so yeah, those as those gifts start to come online, it starts to become much easier to actually understand what is right for us on an individual level. Yeah. Yeah. like it so yeah that's that's super fun like when you yeah. start really getting that momentum going then all of a sudden your days start to come a bit more in flow you're no longer wondering or kind of on autopilot mm. default mm. in your creation process you're very aware that i want to be here as a conscious creator mm. and yeah. structuring your day around that yeah totally. yeah. yeah that rise in intuition i think has been um for me it's been integral 
to believing in myself as well, you know, like really trusting in myself and trusting in what I'm feeling and trusting the messages I'm getting, you know, when I move through my day and yeah. yeah. So for those of you, if some of you are just kind of waking up now, it's always really challenging. Like I have so many questions around how do you know what's your intuition? Like, you know, what's your guidance versus your ego mind? Mm. And also even how to develop your intuition. And we'll have courses and that sort of thing mm. coming up on all of those topics. But it is really important, important just to start taking little steps and trying, like testing the waters. Yeah. Like, you know, instead of just being on autopilot in a really set, busy structure, the universe needs some space to play with you, right? Yeah. So we've got to actually create some free roaming spaces or some creative time to let the universe to let law of attraction work with you and actually have the space to attract to you because mm. otherwise we never really have anything to form our, our understanding like it's all about like you know seeing one thing manifest and then being like wow i actually did that mm. and then starting mm. to take more and more steps towards creating that freedom yeah totally the present moment being in the present moment yeah. and just not yeah, needing the to... challenge of the modern world yeah, like so yeah. many distractions right yeah. but all the magic happens in the present moment yeah so yeah so again two key takeaways like allow like create little segments and pockets of space yeah not only for self-love and that sort of thing but also as a creational space like journal about something write about it and then and then watch it unfold yeah allow the universe or like i just used to jump in my car I used to leave the driveway and say cool universe let's have some fun these are two things that I want to experience and it might be like meet some new people and bump into some more spiritually open people versus closed off people. And yeah, sure enough, like I'd go just follow my nose to like a certain cafe or a place at the beach or whatever it might be. And, you know, 90% of the time I'd be pleasantly um, kind of, you know, surprised. You want to say we're surprised, but it's not really, is it? Because you created it. Yeah, yeah. Initially, it surprises you because yeah. you're like, whoa, that actually happened. But yeah. then after a while, you're just like, you start to really acknowledge that we are the creators. Yeah. And then you just say thank you. Yeah, so it becomes really fun. <laughs> so now we live, our, we live our days in a lot of flow state now. Yeah. Like there's not much structure at all outside of a few client sessions and that sort of thing. So yeah, it's really fun. Um, And with that also comes the gratitude, right? Like the gratitude and beauty, the, the beauty around us, you know, like we're surrounded by beauty and quite often when we're in that autopilot um, way of living, we, we just, we don't see it. Yeah. We're blind to yeah. it and it's everywhere. It's in everything. It's in every sunrise and every sunset. It's in every tree that's blowing in the wind. It's in every bee that comes and sits, you know, on a flower right in front of you where you're sitting. Or So it's just really, um, but yeah, in those moments of honoring that beauty, like feeling the gratitude for what, what we have around us, like there's just, there's so much beauty in the world. Yeah. Yeah. And even that process is, um, you know, even gratitude and appreciation, there's such a high vibration, you know, very much like love um, mm. that, you know, when you hold that space and that love within your heart, even for the simplest things, then everything in your experience gets richer and, you know, you just keep attracting more and more to love and appreciate. and mm, More beauty. So again, when we don't create that space to show that appreciation and that love for everything that is fully supported in every moment, yeah. then we don't really see the whole return on investment of the process. Mm, yeah. And we don't actually really fully acknowledge, actually, I am a conscious creator. Yeah. So we're just like assuming that we're just part of a world that already exists and that our whole life experience doesn't really have much impact, yet we are we, all experiencing oh. a totally individual perspective. Yeah. 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 And it's empowering. Yeah. It's really empowering. Cool. Mm. Um, so this, um, the third segment that we want to kick into is the rise of conscious relationships. Mm. So we're totally big on this. Mm -hmm. Like we love it. Like we found each other through law of attraction and through a whole lot of synchronicities like we've just been talking about. Yeah. Um, so the biggest note, the biggest area of kind of note I reckon is actually the shift from the old drama, trauma, like needing to keep old friendships and old school friends and that sort of thing like maintained like you'll start to notice a really big shift especially if you're starting to do work like real conscious ascension upgrading inner work and the disharmony and the discord between you know the old um all that old 
drama stuff yeah. the vibration of it really more than anything yeah i think like hanging out in, mm. in in certain environments or with certain people can just seem like hard work and i guess that's when it's time to actually look at those relationships and go okay is this still serving me or am i ready to you know find my tribe my soul group or yeah um yeah but that can be really difficult because you know we love we love these people they've been in our life for so long they might even be family members so it can be it can be a bit of a, a mind you know <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so it's really just i guess dropping back into your heart and honoring honoring you um a hundred percent and actually going, you know, is this for my highest and greatest good or am I ready to kind of shift yeah. away from this? And it doesn't have to be, you know, like, yeah, it doesn't have to be in a nasty way. You just, you can just ease away from things that don't serve. Yeah. But in the, even in that process, we're going to hit things like um, the, the, upra- yeah, the upraising <laughs> of guilt, um, shame and judgment, like when you shift away from certain groups you know, certain relationships have become really codependent on you being that person or being the people pleaser or being the overgiver or being the one that always helps pick up the mess. So, but you know, those are not individually serving us. And this, this is the kind of thing that the raise and the vibration and the ascension process will bring to the surface. Like any dynamic that's not in balance, it can't remain. Like we cannot keep giving out energy and expending energy like that's what leads to the chronic fatigue and the chronic illnesses and just massive, yeah, just massive inner body and daily fatigue, really. Yeah. And you'll you'll find, I mean, you'll you'll find that you'll have friends that love and support you and like your cheer, you know, your cheerleading squad, you know, that will cheer you on through your process of ascension. And those are the ones that you know are there and they've got your back and they're supportive, not the ones that are triggered by you changing and want to pull you back down to their vibration. Yeah. Yeah. So if you guys, um, if you want to know a little bit more about this topic and even around heart walls and also how it affected in more intimate relationships, mm. then there is a podcast um, on our Introspect Healing NZ podcast on... Heart walls. Yeah, on yeah. heart walls and that. So it's, a, it's a deeper dive into that topic. Yeah, yeah. Um, one of the really fun things about the rise of conscious relationships that we've found within our relationship is the telepathic connection that we have and um we have a lot of fun with it yeah. and it um it just creates a really harmonious flowing relationship so you know we're always in the state of flow and um yeah and you know like the supermarket is a great um example where you know I'll be at home and I'll think of something that we needed and won't have any contact with John and he would have stopped in at the supermarket and gotten that thing that I was thinking of needing for dinner tonight or whatever and he'll you know he'll rock mm-hmm. up and be like oh I just got this from the supermarket and I'll be like perfect that's exactly what I wanted you know like you got the download kind of thing yeah. um it's so fast now too hey like so fast we'll be driving along as example the other day and I saw a sign maybe 200 meters up the road yeah. and Tammy was driving so she wasn't quite looking that far ahead as what I was and then it wasn't even like four or five seconds and she thought exactly the same thought that I had just kind of sent like, oh, out there I within my what, head. I wonder what the advertising would cost on a board that size yeah. and he was like oh <laughs> it was like damn four that was seconds. good that was like four <laughs> seconds five seconds yeah. so it, really this this intuitive gifts we we're starting to unlock our true nature mm. so it's not that it hasn't been here it's just that a lot of these gifts have actually vibrationally not we haven't really had the same access but more importantly, with the internet and sharing and forums like this, the awareness and people mm. sharing what these gifts are and what they look like. Many of us have been actually quite highly intuitive in our lives, but we've just been ignoring the intuitive, like say red flags or the downloads. Yeah, oh, it's it's been quite repressed too. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I was going to go there, but that was trying to stick on the positive. But yeah, it yeah, has yeah, been yeah. really repressed. It's been super repressed. Like, yeah. um, you know, to keep everyone in the system but we are totally about breaking outside of the box yep. through unlocking the knowledge within us so yeah yes yeah. so um so also within the relationship shifts um so one of the i think one of the key aspects that 
I noticed even within, like you think about our schooling, like everything was about competition. It was all about grades. It was you do your school sports. It was always like me against other people or how did you do in the class or how did you do in comparison to those of your peers or your societal group? So that those kind of ideas are really starting to break down. So as we start to break down the separation or like the lack or the poverty or scarcity mindsets, um, and yeah, because those are really ego things. Mm-hmm. They're really that really harsh polarization mm. is really coming into the forefront of our awareness. Oh, well, I mean, look at the world. Yeah, you know, we're yeah. so divided, and it's it's really really coming up for us to shift through it and to become more unity based and to be more about collaboration and and this these there is a rise in unity and there is a rise in collaboration and there is you know a rise in love, but we have to keep working on it. Like, you know, obviously um, there are some parts of the world that are, um, that it's harsher, I suppose. Um, And I guess because of the, you know, the scale of the population, like in New Zealand, um, it may not be as great, but it's still very much there. Mm, There's mm. still a lot of separatism and um, yeah. And if we want to shift to a state of unity and love and collaboration and support each other, um, without judgment, I think is huge. Yeah. So as we start, yeah. so really, as with anything, every manifestation, it's an internal game first, because at the end of the day, our internal beliefs are what structures and creates our whole perception of what we're experiencing. Mm. So as we start to break down our own internal walls and barriers and begin upgrading the ascension process and steps, it actually allows us to sharpen the world in a much different space. Yeah. And the same way as Tammy was just mentioning about just appreciating simple things in nature or like your morning cup of coffee, we start to, we, we've noticed a really big shift in how we just appreciate meeting like another new friend that's really consciously awake or, you know, some other people that have just done Reiki training or whatever it might be. Like everyone's coming online, like in awakening really, really quickly now in this new energy. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of like a time where we no longer have to be worried or scared or, you know, holding those old um, consciousness beliefs and paradigms around it's not okay to be seen or heard. Mm. Like, you know, because we've got a lot of collective consciousness stuff that we're shifting out of. And, you know, that's why I really love, again, the healing process of work with so many healers mm. and light workers. And, you know, within their light and the energy that they have come from such amazing lineage and light lineage. But in saying that, I also know that there's been many layers of repression and many kind of types of religious controls and control systems and governing bodies that have stopped or tried to repress these gifts across many lifetimes. Yeah, because people that are self-empowered won't, you know, uh, follow the system. No, they create new stuff. They'll so this create is what, new stuff. So, and yeah. this is the kind of world that we're moving into. Um, yeah, totally. Um, Do you so, want to talk about codependency? Yeah, yeah. Code, oh, even oh, let's well, define what difference between codependency and interdependency yeah, yeah. do you want me to talk about codependency yeah you do codependency yeah. cool so codependency is very much like think of the traditional relationships like the grandparents into our parents generation you know just because of the time and the experiences of the great depression the wars like two world wars vietnam that sort of thing and even a lot of religious stuff like a lot of people formed quite codependent traditional style relationships where we each took on very traditional roles as the male and female archetypes. And, you know, that meant that there was some safety and security within that and owning your home with the white picket fence and staking mm-hmm. your piece of land. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think, um, you know, I really see it in our parents' generations where we're wanting to have the home or something to call our own, whereas very much for us transitioning through and even our children, I feel it's going to be really different. Mm-hmm. It's going to be much more crying out for freedom and wanting freedom within our relationships. I mean, even look at the the, free, the rise of the freedom entrepreneurs mm, and yeah. even what we're doing here. Yeah. We don't want to be under structures. We don't want to be under someone else's timetable yeah. or schedule. It's very much... Well, we want to be able to live our lives according to <clears throat> the cycles of the planet as well, like to live harmoniously yeah. um, creates ease and flow in the body. Yeah, so not on not on a company cycle or mm, like for example cash lights or yeah we very much yeah. live by what's our energy doing like how many sessions do we want to take on how much work do we want to do today based on our energy in this very moment yeah 
So yeah, it's really, it's really, um, you feel so much healthier though when you get on to that mode of operating though, hey? Yeah. But going back to the codependent relationships, so they can very much look like, um, so I guess it's the, it's the looking outside of yourself for completion. So I'm not a whole person until I have been completed by my soulmate or my, you know, my, my partner for life which um, then creates a lot of neediness and control because if that person is half of you, then you're going to need to control what they're doing in order to feel good. And um, and try to control behaviours, what they do, yeah, how they show and up. It's so it's so damaging and so, um, like, there's no empowerment in that. Um, but it can really destroy relationships because, um, I mean, you know, nobody wants to be controlled yeah. and um, there's no harmony in there. It's always push, pull, push, pull. Um, so, you, you, you know, you never really feel complete unless that person is filling your cup. And that's not, you know, like we're here to fill our own cup. And so I guess for us in our relationship, so we're very interdependent, as in we both feel like whole people, but we support and uplift and uplift one another. So, um, you know, if I'm feeling low, I'm not looking to John to make me feel better. I need to make me feel better, and he'll support me, but he won't do it for me. Yeah, yeah. In some way, in some ways, it's kind of like being that mirror all the time, isn't it? Because yeah. we're all learning and growing through this mirror of relationships. Yeah. Like that's what conscious relationships are. Yeah, understanding that everyone provides a key and pivotal part to your own learning. So you know, um, and again, it's those cycles mm. um, of codependency and distrust and unable to speak your truth or not being honest in a relationship or a partnership. These are all of the old broken cycles that are coming up for cleansing hence why there is quite a lot of um an influx and in the trauma and in the drama like often things have to peak and come to the surface yeah in order for them to be kind of looked at and addressed uh internally yeah totally and within that is it's a beautiful harmonious flowing relationship that um it's unconditional love isn't it yeah but for self first, right? Yeah, yeah, oh, absolutely. And well, so that's a shift between the codependent and the interdependent. Yeah. It's like when we understand that it's not selfish, like again, that those past couple of generations were very much like the, of the idea selfish that... Selfish to think of yourself Yeah, first. if you're selfish, yeah. you, you know, it's wrong. It's it's kind of like a form of guilt or shame or judgment if you do something for yourself. So, mm. you know, we even really see it through um, both mums and dads, like the mums have to do all of these things in order to be like enough or good enough or loved or feeling like of purpose and value and the dads you know have to be the breadwinner the support the you know the beacon the rock for everyone but Mm. it's just like we're all shifting and reversing these roles now yeah you know like even young kids young boys want to put on nail polish and be more creative and expressive young girls want to be more masculine go to the gym and that sort of thing yet we're each exploring these male female dynamics and starting to bridge the gap yeah between what the traditional roles look like yeah totally and so yeah so it's really important like standing in your own light that was something that was said to me like john you've got to stand in your own light Mm. and this was after like a couple of really big relationship rounds and i didn't understand what it meant Mm. but now i really clearly do and that was really just understanding that we need to be responsible for our own energy and our own health and well-being because if we can't self-regulate and self-maintain or be self-aware then there's always going to be pressure and expectations Mm, and weight put on the other partner or your family or friends and that sort of thing and yeah. You know, that was never their role. So yeah. that might be a little bit of a harsh wake up for some of us, as it was for me when I yeah. first started taking responsibility for it. Yeah. But shit, the path gets so much more golden when we do. Yeah, it really does. And I and I think in a, in a lot of long-term relationships too, you know, you can very much get stuck in your in your roles or your way, you know. So it's just, yeah, slowly becoming more aware of, of what's what's kind of running in yeah. your relationship, what's coming up, what, you know, even the triggers, the, the you know, having your partner as a mirror, you know, if you're saying, oh, they, you know, 
pick on me all the time or they judge me all the time okay so bring it back to within you know where are you judging where are you are you judging yourself you know so because what we um what we attract is generally what we need to work on totally because mm. the universe is created from what we believe to be true mm. and again that's going back to the energy healing work that's why i love it because a lot of people will carry a conscious thought or they'll think a thought like, oh, no, I'm good. I, I trust myself or I trust other people. Mm. And then we'll do like the sort of body download of all of the root chakra stuff and the blocks and the hips and the sexual guilt and shame and the endotype areas. And it's just like, well, hold on. There's energy that's coming out of your body that mm. tells a different story. Mm. So, you know, some of these things like, um, you know, they're not always conscious. No. And, and that's the problem is if we live our life minimum sort of 85% through unconscious programs and, and habitual routines, then that means that, you know, those are really the aspects that we need to shine light on. That's that kind of shadow side that yeah. a lot of people talk about. But the subconscious is also the connection to the universe as well yeah. and to all our higher gifts and yeah. our higher self. Yeah. Cool. Um, so another, what do you want to talk about? Like um, the increased energy and that sort of thing. And, yeah, that's yeah. you. Yeah. James. Oh. <laughs> okay so um so really massive things so like um things like insomnia like sleep insomnia has always been a really big challenge for me but since like i think it maybe probably started about seven years ago when i kind of moved into my own space through some relationship changes i just bought a smoothie maker and i wanted to really start really integrating smoothies like i didn't care if i didn't have anything else i just wanted a smoothie every morning and that was kind of what got me through the day that was like my piece of paradise really and still is <laughs> but i'm just noticing that they're massive increase in energy so right now like i notice more energy um release and healing just through the intake and being in and around water mm. so it's sort of like as the body shifts from that really carbon based like that old density system into a more crystalline light body mm. form like i just noticed that i can just get away with so much more like even if there's a two or three nights running of only yeah. a few hours yeah. sleep like I might look a tiny bit tired <laughs> or a bit baggy under the eyes but um wow if like if that was me back so like in my early 30s late 20s even like I would have just been like so KO'd from the fatigue or the sleep loss alone yeah yeah so yeah I've noticed a really big increase in energy and even through the healing sessions from a couple of years ago, like I'll do one of the soul ascension sessions yeah, to now, right, yeah. you know, hold and I'll need a nana nap or like mm-hmm. midday. Whereas now, you know, you can hold sort of two, three, two and a half, three hour sessions mm. and, you know, you still feel really good. So as we start to activate and form the understanding that we're not here alone, we do have support teams and, you know, support in the angelic realms and a lot of ascended masters and that sort of thing that are really willing to help us. Yeah as part of this ascension but it's also working on that going back to the cycles like you know working on your own cyclic clock rather than you know what's expected of you yeah yeah and and that does create more energy it does create an increase and mm. because you're and, and you know i mean the freedom of getting to do it your own way like who wouldn't want that yeah yeah. One of them my whole life. Yeah. 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 For, for sure. Me too. So yeah. I used to dream about just working for myself and like, ev- and not only that, like everything we journaled, yeah. like my journals from seven, eight years ago, everything has come true. Like right down to, you know, doing healing sessions on the beach yeah. and, you know, having an amazing conscious partner, like even before Tammy, like I was doing twin flame meditations yeah. for a couple of years before we actually connected up. But that was largely due to timing more than anything. Yeah. But also, um, like the learning, remember you said that you had um, journaled, you know, a partner that you can learn and grow with. Yep. And that's where we've been doing so much learning and growing. Yeah, yeah, like three years just packed. But um, the clear statement was, you know, I want to learn through unconditional love. That's right. Like no more bullshit, no more drama, yeah. no more like fighting and arguments till like two, three in the morning, like four times a week. Yeah. You know, it was very much around, okay, I'm sick of that now. I'm actually sick of being sick and I'm sick of fighting and I'm sick of arguing. So yeah, you, um, and I too through my own, <laughs> my own creation and, and you know, my own path, I would, I was definitely putting out to the universe for, you know, the opposite of what I was actually getting at the time, which yeah. I know how. Yeah. Yeah. So even, even on, um, I guess talking about the energy though, mm. what we have to realize is that relationships affect every area of our life. Right. Mm. So if we don't get these core components of our life, like whether that's family, 
siblings, children, or our own intimate relationships, if we don't get those dynamics right, or if we're settling for way less, like if we're putting up and making excuses for way less than what we know we deserve, and trust me, I know what it's like. Like when you get a certain number of years into a relationship and you've got patterns of self-worth, self-doubt, um, I'm not enough, I'm not good enough, I can't speak up. How will up. I do better? Yeah, like you can't, well, you can't see me? a way out, right? Yeah. Like it yeah. just like you can't tell the forest from the trees until you, sometimes we've got to shift and make really courageous decisions. Big steps. In order to yeah. get into the cleaner part of the stream. Mm. Like, you know, it's kind of like almost if we accept what we what we kind of accept will keep persisting yeah so if we accept um treatment or mistreatment or like someone being quite critical or judgmental or even if we accept that within ourselves mm. you know if we accept inner negativity or in a negative criticism or judgment and we're going to keep rolling with that belief system and pattern then that's got that's the world just going to deliver more the universe is going to be like thank you we're just going to give you more of that things and more yeah. people to to kind of show you that dynamic there will be a law of attraction yeah. podcast slash course <laughs> yeah. that will cover all of that because it's like it's massive it's, it's so massive, massive and it's in everything yeah. every moment of our day as we are creating yeah. through law of attraction so yeah um yeah so i guess i don't know to to wind that up like to ascend to integrate and ascend, um, you become, you have a higher perception, you become, um, your your life is more ease and flow and harmonious, your relationships are more harmonious, um, you have a, like a massive amount of self-love and that also links into your, um, your love for self sensu- sensually as well. Um, and then sexually with your partner uh yeah the 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 positive aspects of ascending are just mm. next level next like all um things like your intuitive gifts come online your healing gifts come online your dream space starts to become much more than just dreams they actually start holding messages and teachings mm. within your dream space so um and we start to really take ownership like instead of like an, again an old kind of friend groups and relationships and that sort of thing many of them have been quite disempowering whereas like you really notice the rise of empowerment like yeah. the self-love and empowerment's massive yeah and even the ability to work through traumas around not wanting to be seen or noticed or even us doing this today like it wasn't very long ago when we would not have shown up to do this um, we worked through quite a bit to be here yeah 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 it's been <laughs> a lot of years of work of fear of being seen fear of yeah. um speaking up just a fear of speaking our truth as well. Like, I mean, you know, like some of this stuff is looked upon as um, whatever it is. Yeah. But, you know, we just, yeah, the call to actually really speak out about this stuff because, and I guess what we've found is that there are so many people out there that are hungry for this information that want to ascend, that want to, you know, have this most amazing empowered life, um, but they're unsure of you know they need the support yeah they need the help um and we didn't have that help and that's why we want to be that help mm-hmm. yeah. and it's interesting because again if we shift the belief inside that we um are not unsafe like if we say that we're safe i love and accept myself for all my gifts um for me it was like loving and accepting and honoring my divine feminine side as well the the real high intuition the high sensitivities the creativity so when we honor that like it's amazing how little you attract into your path so even like with the healing work like the old john would have thought like oh there's no way i could talk about aliens reptoids implants um (laughs) multi-dimensional stuff past life regressions like it would have just been like i would never even thought that (laughs) i would have gone into those areas but now i wouldn't have it any other way like i love it and the clients the healers the amazing souls that we connect with each and every day and the new relationships that just build and form so quickly. But the transformations that people have through that work that you do is like, it's just amazing. You know, people have sat with pain for like 10 plus years and then, and then it's released and it's gone. And, you know, like, yeah, we have to understand that the energetic realm is just, it's so much greater than what we Mm. give a credit for. Yeah. Um, 
And the cool thing is that everyone we help, like everyone that we talk to and help and activate into their highest divine timeline and path, then they then go out and spread that seed. So that's like the whole kind of point in the star seed and being like a light worker, right? And this, you know, or, you know, being really conscious about choosing that, mm. even as your own free will, is like everyone that you help, that person then goes and connects with a whole bunch of people. Yeah. They then help, like, it's like, it just compounds. Like the flow and effect is amazing. I think the star seed thing is really like, um, you know, when you listen to somebody talk, it's almost like they activate something within you that then allows you to go and talk and activate something in somebody else. And it's just yeah. this beautiful flow on effect of us all becoming a, you know, unity and connected and yeah. And, and unconditional. Mm. Jumping into that new vibration. Then. Yeah. Yeah. It is really cool though. As yeah. There's so much more than just a spoken word or even things like meditations and that. You know, there's certain frequencies and tones. Um, you know, we can use them for activating gifts. We can use them for clearing energy that's not our own. Yeah. Like there's so many good tools out there now. So, um, yeah, I guess that's probably probably be a good space to round it up. Yeah. And so this is going to be like now on YouTube, on our Spotify, on the website, and even um, on our Instagram and Facebook. So we're yeah. going a bit we're broader gonna be, now. We're going to be everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> that we choose to be <laughs> yeah so yeah if there's any questions on any of those platforms or medias or if you have any questions around the whole ascension energy healing consciousness shifts any challenges that you're going through like reach out leave some comments yeah um get in touch like via the website social media or youtube yeah um we always like Only we do this full time up. yeah pretty yeah. much now so well we live it and we breathe it and yeah so we we want to we want to answer those questions and we want to help. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Thanks so much for tuning in. Yeah. Um, we hope you enjoyed it. If there is any other topics that you'd love to hear from or that you'd like to see come up next, yeah. then yeah, let, let us, us know, know and we'll see where we can slot in for you. But um, outside of that, wherever you are in the world, have an amazing day, night, week, and yeah. Yeah. It's us signing out. <laughs>